0: Hello, Health Investor. Welcome to another episode of the Health Investment Podcast. Today, you're going to hear from Brandon and Emily Wiseman. Brandon and Emily are the owners of Be Wise Fitness. Simply put, they're obsessed with helping busy moms and dads, like themselves, get fit and reclaim their confidence, all without sacrificing family time. They call that a win-win-win. Brandon and Emily believe that fitness is about more than just the time spent in the gym. It's about setting a good example for your kids through healthy habits, and it's about looking and feeling like your best self while still juggling family, work, and social life. In the episode, Brandon and Emily share how you can get awesome results from just 30 minutes of effort, common nutrition mistakes their clients make before working with them, why eating healthy isn't actually too expensive, and more. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a minute to share one of my favorite resources with you, thrivemarket.com. I don't know about you, but I used to think that eating healthy meant I had to spend a lot of time and money at the grocery store. That is, until I discovered Thrive Market. Thrive is an online grocery shopping platform that's essentially a mix of Costco, Whole Foods, and Amazon. Since Thrive delivers groceries directly to your door, they're able to cut out all middle people and heavily discount their inventory. When I order on Thrive versus going to my local supermarket, I save at least $20 per order, and I'm able to place every Thrive order from the comfort of my couch via their website or app. To read my full Thrive Market review, steal my shopping list of over 150 items, and save additional money on your first order, visit the healthinvestment.com/slash thrive market, or just click through the link in the show notes. One more thing, if you've been dieting for years, but nothing you've tried has helped you keep the weight off long term, I'm so happy you're hearing this right now. Outside of hosting this podcast, I help people lose weight for the last time without giving up carbs, counting every calorie drinking meal replacement shakes, or some other unsustainable extreme. Unlike diets, apps, and programs that are one-size-fits-all and only provide short-term results, I help you make evidence-based habit changes and mindset shifts so you can drop those pesky pounds for good, feel completely in control around food, and start showing up as the trimmest, healthiest, most confident, most energized version of yourself. Learn more about my programs at thehealthinvestment.com and please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. I always love hearing from you. All right, it's time to hear from Brandon and Emily. Enjoy. I'm Brooke Simonson, certified nutrition coach and your host of the Health Investment Podcast. If you're ready to look and feel your best without any confusion, frustration, or stress, you're in the right place. Each week, I interview experts and share no-nonsense, research-backed tips so that you can finally lose weight for good, eat healthy long-term, have the high energy you crave, and feel like a million bucks. I'm so happy you're here with me today. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Hi, Emily and Brandon. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Health Investment Podcast. Hello. Hello. We're Thanks for having here. us. <laughs> I would say it's very exciting to have two people on the other end of the line. This has only other ever happened one other time. So what a treat. We're honored. <laughs> <laughs> and also for listeners, uh, kind of a cool story Um, I know Brandon and Emily through family, so I have multiple siblings-in-law, and you guys are kind of, I met you through them at one of their weddings, Um, so really fun to have kind of a personal connection as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, practically family.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what, that's how it is in that family. There's so many kids that, why not throw another one in, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, we'll all be adopted in school.
0: Exactly. Well, I'd love if you guys could share, however you choose to. If you want to share separately or together, uh, what made you start your company, B Wise Fitness?
2: Yeah. So we'll. I can just dive into that one if you want to start. Um, mm-hmm. So we have both been in the fitness and nutrition industry for what, like, sixteen years combined—sixteen mm-hmm. years—and so you know, we met five years ago and it was something that we had in common right away that we're like, we know we want to get out of the corporate fitness world and start our own thing. And I was like, well, shit, so do I like, let's let's do this. Yeah. And so that's kind of originally, we've been thinking about this for years. And about a year ago, we, um, I don't know, where were we at? We were like sitting at a coffee shop or something. We are at a bar. We are at a bar. That's right. We were at a bar. That's right. We're we're bar. <laughs> that's where picks, yeah. And we started, we're like, I think you came up with it you're like, what about like B wise? So B stands for Brandon E's for Emily and then our last name Wiseman. Um, and that's where it came from. So we're like, well, that's cool. That's our name. Like that's the, our business name. And then about a year ago we um, decided that we thought it'd be a good route. Obviously now that we're parents to focus our business towards busy parents and helping them, with their health and fitness journey, because as parents, it is a very different (laughs) approach to health and fitness. And so since we're going through that, we thought, why not make our entire lives and our entire business to cater towards helping other busy parents like ourselves. So that's a very long, I don't know, kind of a short story (laughs) for how we came up with the name and, and the business.
0: I love that. When you would say you guys were both in fitness um, in corporate, were you guys working at gyms?
2: Yeah. So we met at Lifetime Fitness.
0: Oh. Which, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And
2: we both worked there for, you know, for, I don't know, however long, three to four years. And, um, you know, we did like it, but it was just not, we knew, always knew it wasn't forever for us. We knew we wanted something bigger and, and better Absolutely. I don't know if I should say that on there better for us <laughs> yeah, <more> fit. <laughs> better fit for us um and that has just been it's so cool so empowering to to run your own business as well so yeah,
0: yeah. I also love the name that's so creative and brilliant all
2: Brandon. Yes. I have nothing to do with that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I'm so like I'm you so said better. at a bar right that's where all of the best yes. ideas come from
1: yeah see <laughs> It is pretty, it is pretty cool. Yeah. It's one of the, uh, I, my other claim to fame, I think it's one of the only bar ideas that have ever come to fruition. So, uh,
0: right. <laughs> that's, a good, one. that's
1: yeah. a good one. Yeah.
0: There are a lot that go to die probably yeah. for, for the best, right? Yeah, that's
1: true. That's true. <laughs> it's really good, so we're here.
0: I love that you've chosen to help parents specifically. Um, that's a really cool niche. And I would one, I would love for you to share sort of how is getting, healthy and fit as a parent different from getting healthy and fit as a non-parent oh man yeah where to start yeah
1: (laughs) um so like I mentioned I mean it was that was kind of the birth of our our business um at some point after our daughter Logan was born we kind of both looked at each other and like this isn't working you know we were trying to do what we were doing before spending an hour in the gym we would travel to the gym and you know we come back and it's two hours later and our daughter hadn't slept. So the other one's exhausted. I mean, it just was a train wreck. So Mm -hmm. we had to come up with uh, a solution, which for us meant just more efficient and minimal. So minimal equipment workouts. Um, you know, it really, it really does become a matter of time and, um, a matter of energy. So trying to fit in a workout kind of either first thing in the morning or in the middle of the nap or at night, then, you know, you just don't want to spend that hour plus, um, so that was kind of our, our solution was, all right, let's just let's just get down to the bare okay. bones and the basics and make this as efficient and effective as possible. Um, yep. Quick you know,
2: and efficient the name of
1: the game. Yeah. When you're a parent, it's like, well, how much shit can I get done in the least amount of time? <laughs> yeah. Time is precious. Right. right. Um, and it just, it's a shift in perspective as well, right? Like before fitness was our our world and that was our priority. So we were able to spend two hours on ourselves. Um, that's not the case when you're a parent, right? You have mm-hmm. about you really do have about 30 minutes total in a day, it feels like. So, um, you know, your priorities elsewhere, it's on your kid or your kids if you have multiple and it's on your, your spouse, it's on your work. So, um, fitting in yourself into that equation can be hard and, you know, finding a way to do that and maintain your, your health and your fitness is, is a good thing. And I think the 30 minute workout is, is where the, the rub lies, if you will.
0: Yeah. Uh, I speaking of bars when we had first connected at this wedding we were actually speaking in a bar yes. and you were telling me kind of your philosophy um I had mentioned you know I heavily vet people to be on this show and I don't want someone coming on spewing all the nonsense we see out there <laughs> but I really was attracted to what you were saying because I'm not a parent yet but I have the exact same approach of just what are the most bang for the buck things that I can do mm-hmm. And spend the least amount of time exercising, the least amount of time in the kitchen, but still get the incredible results. Uh And I love that. That really comes through your incredible Instagram, through your stories. I mean, you just have the most practical, awesome tips, I think, for everyone, but especially for parents. And I'm wondering, just kind of, I like this question because if somebody's listening, maybe they aren't realizing they're. Doing this in their own life, so I li- like to do the kind of what mistakes are some of your clients making before working with you question. Um, starting with fitness, what would you say are kind of some of the bigger mistakes people are making when it comes to fitness? Yeah,
1: another... we <laughs> We've all oh, like look on. at each other and laugh, <laughs> like, okay, where
2: do we start? Um, I would say the biggest thing we were just talking about this before was the out like the hour long workout.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, like they don't need to do you don't need to do that to see results like we just said. Like that's the whole premise of our entire business. Um so they don't need to be doing that.
1: Yeah. What and I think that we... comes down to just uh I don't know, just bad expectations for what you're what you're actually capable of doing, right? Like we don't have as parents and actually most busy professionals, right? Just don't have that hour luxury. Um so to hold right. yourself to that standard and then try to do that and then fail then that's the easiest way to just fall off the bandwagon entirely um mm. you know so it leads to just inconsistency which leads to discouragement and then all of a sudden you look at yourself a year later and you're like what happened you know I had the best <laughs> um the other one we like is the the cardio focus so slogging away on the treadmill for <laughs> hours at a time and this isn't a bash on endurance athletes or endurance focused people because man, like movement is movement and sure. more power to you. Cause yeah. I don't want to go run a marathon and you're a much better dedicated human than me in that case. <laughs> um, but again, just a, a, kind of a, a fault in, in thinking really, like we think that cardio is going to be the thing that makes us jacked and tan when it's just not, you know, mm.
0: right. right. Yeah. I'd love to talk more about that. Um, Well, definitely, let's do a huge deep dive in a bit on strength training, because I know you guys are very into that, and I can't wait to learn more. Um, But I think that is such a good point you make about the spending an hour. I used to think that myself, um, and I think a lot of my clients think that as well. Um, And then you mentioned you met at Lifetime Fitness, but I see you do a lot of workouts in your home now. So is another misconception that you have to belong to a gym?
2: Yeah, that's a very good point. Yes. So everything that we have designed like within our program, again, is 30 minutes and it can be done. It can be done anywhere. But for the most part, you don't have to leave your house. And I think that is huge, a huge piece, especially for parents, because like nobody wants to haul their kid like that's like a whole trip that takes hours, get your kids in the car, and they take their snacks, take their food, you know, hope that they do well in the daycare when they're wherever. But um yeah, you don't have to do that. All you really need is some dumbbells, um, some cloth like booty bands, and some right. resistance bands in your body, um, and we can get a lot, a lot of, a lot of work done. Yeah, yeah. I sure.
0: think that's something a lot of us have realized through COVID, when we've cut out the commute to work, yeah. yep. um, or maybe even leaving the office for lunch, or again going commuting to the gym or whatever. All this time we gain back uh and then now you kind of don't want to give it away again <laughs> the commuting back and forth yep. <laughs> um but I think that's such a great point and it's awesome how you make it very accessible
1: yeah it's a great mindset shift right like mm-hmm. oh wait you mean to tell me I don't I don't need to go to the gym for an hour it's I can I can really do this and see and see results yeah. in in my living room
2: and fit um, it into your schedule yeah like you can do it before the kids get up at lunch when they go to sleep like 30 minutes, like anyone has time for 30 minutes of yeah. something.
1: Especially when you want to leave your home or, yeah. your, or your pajamas. Yes. <laughs> that's funny.
2: Well,
0: that's even better.
1: Right? <laughs> really, okay. like, now
2: we're talking.
0: Yeah. Okay. What i were listening. you listening. Work
1: out in your sleep. <laughs> that,
0: now, yeah. Now there you would really be on. We'll <laughs> billionaires
2: at this point if we need to answer the, that. One day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, seriously one day uh what about in terms of nutrition what would you say clients mistakes they're making in terms of what they're eating or not eating
1: yeah
2: yeah it's a, yeah sorry the not eating part the not eating that's what I was gonna say yeah. under eating mm. definitely yeah I think most people come to us um which I'm sure you've heard or worked with people as well eating you know 12 maybe 1200 calories or eat, actually even under that is most of our clients when they come in. Um, and so that is something that's we dive into very deep into the program of explaining why, you know, that's not going to get you the results that you need and it's only, om- it's only hurting you. Um, so that's a big one. Nutrition wise, um, not eating carbs.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: People are scared of carbs. I'm like, come on. Um, so we need carbs for just overall life and energy and that's our main source of energy. So, that one is a huge one. Yeah. People are like, Carbs are bad.
1: Carbs, Carbs are evil. I'm like,
2: yeah. No, they're not. Um
1: just demonizing food in general. Like yeah. there's mm. certain foods that we just can't eat. I'm like, Well, how come? Right? Like what what's wrong with eating lean ground beef, vegetables and a carb? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, well it's a burger, right? Like, you know, if we do this right, we can eat whatever foods we like. We just need to make sure that we're we're paying attention to portion size, we're paying attention to where it's sourced, right? We're not gonna go to McDonalds, but Right. We can eat you know, grass fed beef at home, like all these alternatives to, again, these foods that we demonize. And if we can bring that to light, all of a sudden it's like, wow, I can eat the food I like and still see results. This is awesome. Mindset. Yeah. It's
2: all mindset. And a little yeah.
1: education for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The education piece. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but out of curiosity, I just joined this group on Facebook called Smart Keto for Women. Um, and I was, I was kicked out. talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the other day I was like, Oh, I wonder why these smart keto for women posts aren't coming up anymore. And I realized I was kicked out of the group. Um, <laughs> because I think I said too many times I would try to hold back. And then sometimes I just couldn't, and I just had to say something. And then, I mean. Well, somebody needs to. Like, I've I've done the uh, same thing.
2: We've joined, you know, groups like that as well, just to see what people are talking about and what parents are trying. You know, same thing. And, like, I've gotten kicked out of two, I think, now, too, where I was, like, because I would comment on these things. So I'm, like, what? You guys are the blind leading the blind. And I'm, like, can we not? Can we not? (laughs) Someone needs to come in here and be, like. Voice of reason. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: And there's all these people labeled group experts, just because I think they post a lot. yeah, And so then Facebook gives them this little gray label (laughs) that I don't even think a moderator of the group gave them. But then somebody is going in there, they have the best intentions, they're just trying to lose weight, feel better. And they're asking these questions. And then the group expert will say, you can eat as many calories as you want, as long as you eat no carbs. And then I'm like, what? So then I (laughs) pop in and I say, no, that's not true. And then I give a little explanation. And then just people come at me saying how wrong I am and go watch this person on YouTube and this person. And it's, I mean, it's probably better that I'm not in it anymore, because it was, Stressful for me, <laughs> but it really breaks my heart because there's so much misinformation out there. And you said yeah. the word, Emily, education. I think we don't get the education often in school. Maybe we have a health class, but yeah. the book is from 1982, and Excuse we have me. these old videos, and we're not really learning right. what works when it comes to nutrition. And then our parents may not know, our doctors may not know. Um so then we're really you know we're left to asking friends what they're doing um like a woman I was on a workshop last night for my former university for alumni and a woman had a question at the end and she said my friend told me you can lose weight if you eat a sweet potato every morning for breakfast is that true <laughs> and it's just become so reduced down to single foods and single macronutrients and how it's all black and white. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, it's gotten crazy. So again, yeah. so happy to connect Very. with people yeah. in the field who are who are spreading the evidence-based knowledge yeah. because there's just so much misinformation out there. I don't know if you have anything to say about any of that.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's, I, I mean, it's endless. The keto one is definitely big. But I think what we try to do is tell people like everybody is different. And so what, mm-hmm. you keto know, might honestly work for somebody and then, but that might not work for your neighbor. And like, so you need to have a professional, a fitness professional or a nutrition coach help you with what works best for you. And I think that's where it sounds like you were trying to do Brooke and these groups. So what I was trying to do too, of like, gets like hire someone. Like if you, if you don't know what you're doing and you're not getting help, like just ask. And I think people are afraid to ask because they don't know where to start or it's very intimidating, but um Yeah. My only message is like what works for someone doesn't work for the next and so just get some help. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. That's yeah. a, yes. a little tangent there, but that's my that's my two cents.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's hundred percent and I think uh the one that gets me most is like the diet hack, kinda like what you're saying, Brooke, about one sweet potato away or one sweet potato a day can take ten pounds away. Like, oh my god. Where did you come up with this? Like I don't like there's no hack, right? It's just, it's consistent consistency and it's finding out like what you said, Adam, like what works best for you and doing that over and over and over again. Consistency
2: is key. Yeah.
1: You know, and uh, again, that's that's a piece of what we do in our program and we try to do at least is coach to making this a lifestyle, you know, it's not, you know, one weekend or one day is going to make you fit or, or undo everything you've done in the gym for the last year. You know, it's providing a little grace and realizing that this is, You're in this for the long game, you know, Mm -hmm. so if you can adopt a lifestyle mindset of just healthy eating, sticking to whole foods, sticking to things that, you know, make you feel good um, over time, you'll see results and you're going to feel better than you ever have.
0: You just said one of my favorite words, uh, mindset. Uh So I'm wondering when clients come to you, what are some of the flaws in thinking in terms of mindset? You mentioned maybe the inconsistency or thinking this is just a weekend, not a lifestyle, what are some of the mindset shifts you help clients make? Um,
2: I think the biggest one that comes to mind, I mean, there are a few, but biggest one right now is like that it's, you know, it's selfish to take care of myself. Like Mm -hmm. we have moms and dads all the time. Like they'll reach out or, you know, they're interested in in our program or working with us, but then it's like the end of the, at the end of the day, end of the day, they're like, well, I don't want to spend the money on myself. Like I would rather save it for my kids or for my husband or my spouse or whatever, when really that's not like, it's not selfish at all to invest in our health because at the end of the day, if you're, you know, if you're not around long enough, your kids, like they don't have, they don't have anyone there for you. That went deep fast, (laughs) but, uh, I think that that's huge. It gets brought up so much. So we do, we do early on talk a lot about self-care, how important that is putting ourselves not on the back burner anymore um and allowing us to feel good as well so
1: yeah I think it's like a a huge one yeah I think it's feeling of like deserving right like my kids deserve to have more of my time my kids deserve to have the best mother father role model etc and but like the question becomes like well don't your kids deserve the best version of you right? Mm-hmm. And if you're putting yourself on the back burner, if you're not eating well, if you're not making the time to work out, if you're a stress ball because, you know, you have 40 other things on your priorities list before you, then, you know, again, are your kids getting the best version of you? Um, and more often than not, the answer is, oh, wow, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's the mindset shift, shifts, right? That's look, taking care of you is taking care of your family and, um, that 30 minute window that you're allotting yourself really isn't going to make or break your day and your, uh, your family, your kids will be better off for it. And so will you.
0: You mentioned, um, and I said, we'll do a deeper dive on strength training. Uh, so I think, you know, you're not meaning to probably demonize cardio, right? Like you mentioned, if somebody wants to run a marathon, if somebody's a runner, go for it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, in that thirty minutes, how can strength training be more beneficial than cardio? What are some of its benefits?
1: Yeah, no, that's perfect. And yeah, like you said, not trying to demonize cardio, and we still do recovery days, cardio days. Um, you know, I mean, it's essential for for just overall health, and you know, we can dive into the science behind it. But um, no, for our purposes, combining you know a hit style with a with a strength training piece, with a strength training focus. Just again is is best bang for your buck. Um, you know we're eliciting more muscle fibers, so in the workout itself we're we're burning more calories, and we put ourselves in a position to burn more calories after that session. And then if we are eating properly as well, we're adding lean mass to our body frame, and then we're burning more calories at rest.
2: Right, win Um, win win.
1: Yeah, right. So right in terms of physiologic physiological adaptation, lifting weights is going to be again our biggest bang for buck. Not to say that cardio is important. It's just with as little time as we have, let's maximize it.
2: Yeah. I mean, end of the day, the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn at rest. So long-term it makes more sense for body composition goals and being able to sustain these goals for a long time. So people aren't going through this yo-yo dieting, yo-yo program, hopping all of this stuff when, cause they're mostly doing like cardio and, mm. and we'll just go run and I'll just go run every day for an hour. And then, you know, Three months on the line they've gained all that weight back but mm-hmm. um yeah i mean you you nailed it i think bang for your buck it's just the strength training is the way to go
1: yeah and then I, yeah, yeah go for it just just find, finish it off i mean it's mm-hmm. freaking empowering right like mm-hmm. to just feel yourself move more weight week over week or lift away yeah lift the yeah, yeah. weight you never felt or never moved and then yeah feel strong um can tell you how many clients are like after four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, like I just feel stronger. Like I can, I can see the muscle and it feels good. And my, my spouse mentioned how, you know, strong my shoulders felt like, et cetera, you know, like, it's just, it's an empowering feeling to just lift weight and see the results from it.
0: Mm. I know for myself, I did cardio for the majority of my life up until a couple of years ago. Uh, And I've done more strength stuff now. And I relate to all of that, just feeling stronger, just being proud of myself when I can do more push-ups or lift heavier weights or whatever it is. Um, But I did find that there was kind of more of a learning curve. And it also took me longer to feel results doing strength training versus cardio. So what I mean by that is let's say I hop on the Peloton, I sweat a bunch, and maybe I have this kind of invigorated feeling right afterwards whereas with strength training i don't sweat as much and i don't have that kind of cardio rush um but then over a long period of time i end up feeling better after strength training so do you find that that's kind of one barrier to entry for people as they don't get that same kind of thrill after a strength training session as they would from cardio
1: it's a yes oh, and no. It's a yes
2: and no. Yeah, like we're kind of like, yeah, shaking our heads. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So it's not just lifting weights. You know, we're, we're looking at, you know, we're lifting weights. What are we eating? How are we sleeping? How is our stress level? So we try to combine all of that so they do feel better faster, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Because um, it is a full picture, like puzzle, I guess. Puzzle yeah. is what we're looking at.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I but, mean, yeah.
1: just from workout to workout comparison. Absolutely. Right. You get that runner's high feeling and definitely you don't quite get that from just a strictly strength session. Um, you know, some of the feedback on strength days is like, it's good. It's just kind of slow, kind of boring. Mm -hmm. And that's typically the people who are coming from, you know, an orange theory background where it's just, Mm -hmm. you walk in the door and it's a rave with a treadmill, (laughs) you know, it's (laughs) a much, uh, much different vibe. So, you know, that is uh I guess it, yeah, that is a hurdle. Not necessarily a hurdle, but maybe even just a mindset shift again of you know, there's time and place for both. Um
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: And the longevity piece and and the lifestyle piece, that's where the lifting comes in. So, um, you know, we can still go to our, our orange theory class and still go for our you know, sign up for our five K and we can get that runners high. Um, but balancing out with the strength training for sure is is yeah. that longevity piece, like you said, Brooke, which is awesome.
0: I saw a fitness professional post on Instagram the other day. I guess people kind of come at them and they say, why do you hate on cardio? You only talk about strength training. And they said, the reason I talk about strength training all the time is because most of you are doing cardio. That's not where we need to kind of work on things. Everybody probably is doing some type of walk or maybe going for a run. And that's what you're used to. So they're saying, the reason I talk about strength training is because this is kind of the lesser not lesser known, but maybe lesser done form of exercise that needs to be kind of ramped up. That's an interesting way
2: to to put it. Yeah. I mean, like anyone can go out, go for a walk, go for a jog, Like you don't have to learn how to do that. We all know how to do that. Um, strength training is intimidating. Strength training that people don't know where to start. How much weight do I do? Um, so that's, yeah, that's a very interesting point. Um, I think people are just scared to do it. They don't know how to. Yeah. That's where we come in. Yeah, right. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah. But I think especially too, I don't know about you, Emily, but for me, going to gyms throughout my whole life, uh, the strength area was always kind of reserved for the men. And it was kind of scary because again, I didn't know what weights to pick up. I didn't know what I was doing and there were no women over there.
2: Yeah, that's and that I mean, even so, I've like grown up around you know, weightlifting and sports, and so I have a little bit different, like, I guess, background with that of knowing early on, and so I really wasn't like intimidated. But working in a gym as a personal trainer, that was something that was very apparent. Like, when we would sit back and just look at the gym, you'd see Mm. all the female over on the treadmills or the bikes because it was easy, and you could see them looking over like. Okay, like I kinda wanna go over there, but it's it was all men. And that was even having consults with women, which I did all the time, that was something that was brought up all the time. I would say nine times out of ten, it was like, Well, I'm just I'm scared. There's it's only men over there. I don't know what to do and I've never been taught and it's intimidating and um so yeah, that's a that's a good point.
1: And freaking pop culture, man. The stuff that absorbed (laughs) of if women lift weights, they're gonna get bulky. Uh, mm-hmm. did, oh my god that one drives me crazy yeah <laughs> but it's real you know women have this not to speak on women's behalf because i have no right to but um you know something we hear a lot of is yeah i'm afraid to lift because i'm afraid to get bulky and you know that's another another barrier to entry that just doesn't need to be there because it's just based in falsehood like you're just you're just not going to right um
2: say it here Marker our words yeah it won't happen. Yeah, it won't unless not you're happen. taking a, a bunch of steroids and eating four thousand calories right. a day. <laughs> yeah, you just don't have the physiology.
1: So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the more we talk through it, I guess it is, it is a quite quite a learning curve. Um, yeah, you know whether it's barrier to entry or whether it's just knowing what and how to perform the movements, and you know I think it is a, a much more complicated thing to get into. Um, And, yeah, it's just avoided for that reason. Um, And injuries, too, I think. That just comes to mind. Mm. People are afraid to get injured when, you know, which is a valid concern if you're doing movements wrong. Like, certainly you can get injured. But I don't know a statistic, so don't quote me here. But I would wager a guess to say that there's probably more running injuries Mm. than weightlifting injuries just because of the chronic pounding on a body from long distance running. Um, Right you know, so again, not to demonize or bash on endurance, but again, it is the weightlifting piece is the the least or the lesser talked about. Um, and I guess just like nutrition, it's something that we want to bring education and awareness to that. Like, this is important. It is Mm -hmm. crucial and it's also safe and effective. We can do this properly if, uh, if you're open to it.
0: What if someone's listening and, uh, they're thinking that they don't, follow a healthier eating pattern right now because eating healthy is too expensive what would you say to that
1: yeah what's the uh what's the old adage like if you (laughs) think eating healthy is expensive try getting diabetes um I mean that's a very crude and simplified explanation but um it really is I think just a matter of priorities um you know we can we can eat healthy if it's a priority and it doesn't have to break the bank either. Um, so a lot of what we coach to is finding healthy alternatives to kind of the crap food that's out there without and doing within your budget, right? Most of our people are trying to feed a family and obviously have a budget and, um, you can still do that, um, and do that with healthy foods, um, with delicious foods, um, and and see progress, you know, that, I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I guess is the, yeah. the sort of it. They just need a little bit of
2: education behind it. Um I mean, if you think about it, like right off the bat, because this this one gets brought up quite a bit with clients. Like if we did a burrito bowl, mm-hmm. like a bag of rice, okay, <laughs> it's like three dollars. Uh, a a couple pound, pow- a couple pounds of meat. Throw it in there. That's what five to ten bucks, and then a bag of veggies on top. I mean, you're you're getting a meal for like three dollars, and I don't know. That's where it's like it gets confusing people are like it's so expensive i'm like Who t- i don't know where, where did you learn that from i don't know sure. so that's our job to obviously educate and we do we do a heavy education on that with our clients of ideas and recipes and you know the, it's a mindset too i think because again like you said we all kind of grew up with being taught that i don't know where or why we all just have this yeah. this thought that like it's expensive to get healthy or it's expensive to uh Eat healthier, you know. Hire a trainer, and so it's it just always has had like this bad rap. Yeah. Um, so it yeah. could
0: be too, uh, you know, the superfoods or the green powders or sure. all of those things out there that yeah. are expensive. Um, and then maybe those take front and center.
2: Sure. In
0: on your social media, and so you think, oh, to get healthy, I have to eat A, B, and C, and those things are all really expensive. But I think. What we would all say is there's actually the rest of the alphabet that's not that expensive and (laughs) it can help you achieve the same goals as, and probably better because it's more sustainable than buying some weird superfood powder.
1: (laughs) That tastes like garbage. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that tastes awful. I also, so this is something I'd be curious of because again, I don't have kids yet, but often a barrier for clients is they'll tell me they're really ready to change their eating habits but they'll struggle because they their kids won't eat the new stuff that they're eating and so then they feel like they have to make two separate meals how do you kind of coach people through that and help them with that
1: sure yeah no that's a that's a real question um we get that all the time as well
2: yeah
1: the easiest answer is the kids generally speaking are going to eat whatever you're eating i mean Eventually, eventually, like it it, it, there's a, a transition practice. period,
2: right? Yeah. It's not just going to happen overnight. Um, I'd yeah. say to be honest, it just doesn't like you kind of just have to, you just have to jump in and do it. Like there yeah. isn't a clear, um, I guess, solution
1: here. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, a, again, it's a commitment to a lifestyle change. And, um, you know, when you're talking about someone with a family, that typically means the rest of the family kind of makes that transition as well. Um, and like, what a powerful thing, right? Like for you to be the one leading the charge and saying, look, like no more McDonald's, right. We're, we're not doing this anymore. Like, man, like, that's awesome. And it's going to take a little while. And, might be some kickback and some pushback, but
2: I mean that's a perfect example because you could do burgers and fries from home, oh. which we do all the time. We do homemade burgers and we make homemade French fries. Mm-hmm. There's your McDonald's mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Yeah. You know, what I mean that there's that was a perfect example. I'm glad you brought up that we we try to like mimic um, those fast food type foods. What
1: have you What's ever had a Big Mac salad? We have got a Big Mac oh. recipe.
2: Oh my god, that it's tastes so like the real
1: thing good. and. I would actually put it up against an actual Big Mac. Any yeah, day.
2: Like stuff like that. Like it's just, again, it's that mindset. They just yeah. don't know. Right. Got to think outside the box.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And I would imagine introducing or having a conversation when your kids are old enough about kind of why making the change and 100%. that could maybe be cool for kids of, you know, we're all going to kind of grow healthier and stronger as a family um, and maybe introducing portions of whatever you're making for yourself that may be new the kid slowly but surely so they're kind of seeing these new foods and vegetables or whatever it is and i think it's a good point it's not going to happen overnight but again if you're committing to this lifestyle and you know more so than your kids do how much of a benefit this can have for everybody's health in the long term it's worth it yeah it's very worth it
1: yeah absolutely and i think again bridging the gap between you know the unhealthy food and the, the healthy food it's let's just figure out a way to make the food we love more more healthy right like healthier you know we don't have to give up taco night like taco tuesday that's what we do every single week and like well great like let's still do that but can we find you know a, a non-grain tortilla can we find can we use bison instead of ground beef can we eat ground turkey instead of 80 20 beef? like simple switches that mm-hmm. you know don't affect the tradition don't affect the meal a whole lot but do have pretty profound health yeah. impact like man, that's that's the ticket right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just makes that transition a little bit easier and everyone feels good about it.
0: What do you say to someone who feels like they just aren't able to stick with healthy eating habits long-term or fitness long-term because they lack motivation and willpower?
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Motivation something that <laughs> we're kind of laughing at each other because motivation is just such a funny... Funny. Uh, what's the word? Concept. I don't know. If I Concept. Um, because it truly, I mean, we, we make time for the things that are a priority to us. If we want to get healthy, we want to be, um, you know, a better parent or be around longer for our kids. Like, we'll we just do those things. Um,
1: yeah, I think we've kind of narrowed it down and this is our, our philosophy or not even philosophy, our, uh, hypothesis on it is, it's not so much a matter of motivation. It's, it's more of just not knowing where to start most of the time, you know, you're yeah. kind of floundering around of like, well, I, I, don't know, I tried this thing and it didn't work. And I, this person's doing keto and maybe I should do that. And well, I'll just download the Peloton app. Like really, there's so many options and no clear cut answer. Right. Um, you know, so when that's the case, it's just like, I don't know well, paralysis by analysis. Like, I don't know where to start, so I'm just not going to do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, so education is huge. Um, and then knowing what, what lights your fire, you know, what's going to be the thing that gets you moving even when you don't want to, um, you know, we call that your, your big capital W Y, you know, what's mm-hmm. what's that thing that really gets you out of bed in the morning. And, you know, like Emily said, that's the thing that helps you set your priorities. Um, you know, so part of what we do is get crystal clear on that with clients the first week that they're in with us of, look, we're going to sit down and we're going to really dig in and, and figure out why this is important to you, you know, cause the majority of the time and people don't like to hear this, but the majority of the time, like to this day, we don't really want to work out sometimes mm-hmm. actually most of the time, like it comes down to it, Like, Oh no, I don't really want to do this. I've got a million other things cool. I'd rather do and I'm exhausted. Yeah. You know, but what's the thing that's going to keep you, keep you going and just get you in the gym. And once you start moving nine times out of 10, you feel great. Yeah. Um, but you do need that thing to kind of just to lean on, um, you know, so I think uh, kind of that combination of those two things, right? Finding out what really drives you, and then having something that you enjoy and that you know is going to get you results. Um, you know, people are kind of looking for that clarity and, and community. Yeah, and community, community is a big is one. Huge. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I think uh, the motivation comes from from a little education, and uh, that's kind of why we're why we're here. And honestly. We started the program to help busy parents, but as it's evolved, it's become more of an education process. I think of we just want to give you the tools and help you better understand yourself, and and how to continue this forward. Um, you know, so we use the twelve weeks as kind of a platform for that. Of we just want to help you kind of find yourself a little bit more and um, be able to take these these learning opportunities and carry them forward and be autonomous in them.
0: Mm. As you were talking, um, it was making me think. You know, people, I think, wait for motivation to strike and just to spark, and they think that we, as nutrition fitness professionals, constantly feel motivated to go out and do the things, and that's not the case at all. I think it comes down to, like you said, scheduling it, doing it when you don't feel like it, and it made me think of the idea that we have in society of you just fall in love and then everything just kind of pans out after that. And there's no work involved to kind of stay in love or maintain a relationship. And it's the same kind of thing. Everybody's just waiting to feel motivated or waiting for the perfect moment. And there's work involved in everything. I think everything that's great in life requires effort and work.
1: Damn straight. I just got chills. (laughs)
0: That was very well said. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A 100%. Yeah, it's not just a strike of lightning and all of a sudden your life's changed. It's you make you wake up and you make the small decisions that turn into big decisions, you know. Yeah.
2: And seeing that transform like because there is this like a moment that it happens with our clients like midway through that program when they're just like, "Oh my god, like this is it just like clicks." It's yeah. it's so cool to see. And I feel like that's what keeps us going too is like we yeah. get to help people do this every single day and yeah, the little things turn into Big things.
0: Yeah. And I appreciate just how candid you guys are because I'm the same way. I'm never ashamed to say I'm dragging my feet to go to this workout. It's the last thing I want to do. I think it helps people to see the realness behind that um, because some people don't share that on their Instagram. And then it makes it seem like these fitness professionals do just feel motivated and they jump out of bed in the morning excited to hard boil eggs and you know, <laughs> lift weights all day. And it's like, no, no, these things aren't, I do them, but I don't love doing them all the time. Yeah. Um, I had early on another good friend, he trained a bunch of celebrities, like A-list celebrities, and he was big in LA, one of the top trainers. And he said the exact same thing. He's like, the majority of the time I go to the gym, I don't want to go to the gym. (laughs) So it's like, we're talking to somebody who's training A-list celebrities. This is literally his entire life. He doesn't want to go to the gym. So I just think the more honest conversations we have about this too, it kind of demystifies it and it makes it okay for people and makes them feel like they're not a failure. They're not wrong if they don't always want to do things.
1: Yeah, right. How much more approachable is going to the gym knowing that the people that you think are the fittest don't really want to go to the gym either?
0: (laughs) They don't want to be there either. (laughs) You're
1: not holding yourself to this ridiculous standard of being 10 out of 10 jacked out of your mind to go to the gym. Like, unrealistic. Just show up and get the work done, and you're better off for it. And we tell people all the time, like, it's not, every day is not going to be your best day. And Mm -hmm. honestly, like 80% of the time, it's just going to be showing up and getting the work done about 10% Ten percent of the time, it's going to suck really bad. You're Just not that <laughs> day. And about 10 percent of the time, it's going to be your best day in the gym of all time, right? So mm. hunker into that eighty percent and just make it a habit. Make it, you know, a ritual, and eventually you'll learn, you'll learn to love it. Um, and that's again that moment that you're talking about. I'm like midway yeah. through the program, I'm like I love it. It's my thirty yeah. minutes, like of just escape. And sometimes it's I don't sandy. want to do it, but midway Welcome. through, I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm here.
0: Yeah. So, so good. Um, so a final question I ask each of my guests is based on the title of the podcast and it's in your opinion, what does it mean to make the health investment?
2: Yeah, I think we love this question. I think it's for us and for our, um, you know, who we work with busy parents or parents in general is like, that's everything. Like you're investing in not only your health, but your kid's health, you know, the relationship with your spouse um, like it truly is life changing. Like if, 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 as parents, if you're not taking care of yourself, um, we know that that just like, it just crumbles from there. Um, so yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add, but I feel like that's, it's everything for yeah. parents.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. You know, it's, we think of health as this kind of pigeonholed thing where it's, it's health is gym, right? like, well, no, no, health is how you feel when you wake up in the morning health is your energy level during the day health is how well you communicate with your kids and your spouse and you know it's everything that is life right so if we can commit to you know feeling better just within ourselves everything else emanates from that and you know every other yeah every other aspect of our lives that Mm -hmm. are very much intertwined with health continue to progress and get better as well so yeah. Um,
0: and you look damn good too.
1: Yeah. That's a plus. There you
0: go. Yeah. There's <laughs> <a, laughs> the added bonus. Yeah. Well, I would love if you could share where listeners can follow and find you and any programs you have. And I will put all links in the show notes.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So we have an Instagram page. That's um, B or what is it? B wise fitness, but it's B dot E dot wise fitness. Yeah. Um so that's where we are on daily. We share tips, tricks on, you know, self-care, nutrition, fitness, all of the things there. Um, we have a website as well. This is bwisefitness.com. And we also have a brand new group um program that we're launching um end of January, so 2022. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. So we're working on that behind the scenes. There's some great things. So it's a 12-week program. Um, and like, you know, we've been talking this whole time today. So we dive into mindset and stress management, sleep, nutrition, uh, workouts, all under 30 minutes. So
0: awesome. I will put links to all those things. And also to mention, you guys share a lot of recipes on your Instagram too, right? Yeah,
2: we do. Yeah. So everything we post is also under 30 minutes prep. Yeah. Mm.
0: Awesome.
1: So, and yes. a lot of just again healthy alternatives to the foods we love most. So
0: yeah.
1: Um keeping it approachable, attainable, relatable, um, and just giving you good options for uh for a quick installment in your life.
0: Awesome. Well, so grateful to have both of you here today. I'm I'm glad my brother in law connected us. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. I look forward to staying connected, maybe seeing you guys at a future wedding and Uh, just thanks again for being here. Awesome. Thanks, Thank you so much, Brooke. We appreciate it. Well, that's all for today. Thanks again for joining me here on the Health Investment Podcast. I'm so grateful for each and every one of my listeners. On your way out, remember to hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. See you next week. All content in this podcast was created for general informational purposes only by a non-physician. None of the content should serve as a substitute for professional medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Always consult a qualified health provider with any questions regarding a medical condition and before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, and or exercise programs.